to Two Two Sweet Wrestling Podcast. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It is Friday, March night, and this is episode ten of the Two Wrestling Podcast. This is the WWE Fastlane Preview and Prediction Podcast Show. Yes, I'm going to give you all about thoughts on the WWE Fastlane Show pay-per-view and what it means going forward. Also, going to have the two fast, two furious topics of the day. So let's get right on into this. You can find me on YouTube at OMG Corey B. You can just type in the space bar, OMG space Corey dot B, and I will come right up. You can find me on YouTube there. Also, you can find my T-Public store at tpublic.com tpublic.com slash user slash omg Corey b also on podomatic if you want to find all of my episodes you can type in the number two sweet.podomatic.com that's p-o-d-o-m-a-t-i-c.com lastly next week we will be doing the two sweet questions of the week if you have any questions let me know whether it be by Twitter, by Podomatic, by YouTube, you can send me all of your questions, wrestling questions, whatever you got. Send them my way, and I will answer them next week. I will have, will shout you out as well next week as well. So let's get right on into this. Today we are going to start with the two fast, two furious topics of the week. We're going to put a minute on the clock like that's uh, such a short time. So I, we'll see how long that goes, a minute goes in the, in the future as it pertains to these topics. But for this week, we're going to put a minute on the clock. I will read the topic and then I will give my response. The timer will start. And I will have a minute to get out all of my thoughts. So let's get right on into it. A report came out from Ringside News that WWE will completely choreograph the Ronda Rousey, Kurt Angle versus Triple H and Stephanie match move by move with Triple H and Kurt Angle doing most of the work to build to the spots between Ronda Rousey and Stephanie McMahon. There was some thought that Travis Brown Ronda Rousey's husband could be her tag team partner, but WWE did not want to go down that route because it would leave Triple H in the ring with three other inexperienced wrestlers on the granddaddy of them all, the biggest show of them of the year, WrestleMania. So I'll get my thoughts together and we will start the clock here. This is a terrible idea. Like, I understand that Ronda Rousey is very green, so you got to go through extra measures to help her out here. But when you look at the match, as I said after the match, after the segment on Monday Night Raw, I have my hesitancy about the quality of this match. That Triple H and Kurt Angle brawl was just in slow motion. 
Like, it was, as soon as I saw it, I thought, man, here we go. Kurt Angle's getting old right before my very eyes. I had no idea. And Triple H is old, too. And they're going to be in the match. And you mean to tell me they're going to carry the match? They need people to carry the match for them. And this is going to be a slow-moving match. Ronda Rousey's green as ever. She's going to give it her best, I know. But she's going to be in the match to where she's in there with Stephanie McMahon. She has one to carry her as well. So... I'm cautiously worried about this match. I hope the best for it. And a minute is up. So, we're going to go on to the next topic. Braun Strowman. So, uh, you know, this is just a report. If it's 100%, you never know if it's 100% fact or not. But let's just talk about it. It's just a report that's out. Obviously, last week, as I talked about, I was a report that came out that Braun Strowman was the backup plan in case anything came out of this John Bravo thing. Uh, on a side note, John Bravo, you on the clock. You are on the clock. Like, I, it, he got Cena's name in this too. You're dragging people name, names out in the mud. It's time to show or, or get, get out. Put up a shit up. But that's beside the point. It was reported that Braun Strowman was being held up as a backup plan in case anything came out of this John Bravo stuff. But now, according to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, it is reported that Brian Strowman is a likely candidate. If anybody is added to the Intercontinental title match, it would be Brian Strowman. He's a likely candidate. But here's the kicker. It goes on to say if Strowman does not have a match, he's currently scheduled for a non-wrestling role during the show. So, get myself together and we are going to start the clock now. What is WWE thinking? Now, obviously, this is just the report. But last week, I told y'all, I fully believed 100% that WWE was holding Braun Strowman off for something. I don't know if this if it's this Roman Reigns thing, but they're holding him off for something. You don't hold out this the guy that's all the way over this much, and it's only but a few weeks to go for WrestleMania. You don't just hold him out like they're holding him out for nothing. Obviously, when you look at the situation, Braun Strowman needs a match. I mean, this is the most over guy in the company, and he's been rele relegated to being held out. And there was just to be a, be a backup plan, this is my worry for Braun Strowman. He's going to lose momentum. I can feel that coming because WWE is not capitalizing, capitalizing on this guy into an argument on Twitter about this. But the guy's losing momentum. If you don't do anything positive with him at WrestleMania, anything significant with him, it is going to be a failure. All right, all right, all right. Now we can get into the WWE Fast Lane Prediction Show. And I got to tell you, this is more like not WWE Fast Lane. This is more like WWE in the slow lane on a speed bump to, to WrestleMania. I mean, uh, uh, like I told somebody uh, earlier on Twitter a couple days ago, that it's like WWE, they were complaining about, uh, I forget who it was I was talking with, cool guy, I forget his name, uh, it was something about how WWE Fastlane, the main event, they haven't been building to, the SmackDown main event has been hurt because they're not building to it, and it's crazy because here we are and 
Raw is in Raw is in the fast lane. WrestleMania SmackDown is just kind of sitting here. But we're gonna get into this. I'm gonna give it all I have. But we're gonna start with Becky Lynch and Naomi versus Natalia and Carmella. I mean, uh, there's not a whole lot going on here. What I have written down is not much. What I have written down is beef, but no substance. <laughs> Uh, Becky Lynch he had a beef with Carmella. They took it to Twitter and then they took it to the ring. And then in my estimation, that beef was settled. Becky Lynch defeated Carmella. But here we are. Naomi, she has a beef in the tire. They got into it backstage. So they now have a beef. And so what do you know? We have four people. The laziest thing. They've been really lazy with the SmackDown Women's Division as of late. The laziest thing all these people have to be, so let's throw them in a tag match. So, and here we are. A tag match that is just there because they put no effort into it. When I say they, I don't mean the ladies, I mean WWE creative. But as for the winner, uh, when in doubt, go with the faces. And therefore, I'm going to go with Becky Lynch and Naomi to pick up the win at WWE Fast Lane. So next up, we have Shinsuke Nakamura, King of Strong Style versus Rusev. And boy, this is another depressing matchup. I mean, if you think about it, what's one, what is depressing is if they took Nakamura versus Rusev seriously, that could be a WWE title program. And I mean that honestly. And that would, uh, it could be a fantastic matchup. But the way we got here is just all off. People assume that with John Cena going to SmackDown, it would be John Cena versus Shinsuke Nakamura. And then that they'd have Nakamura's Royal Rumble placing in the main event up for grabs. That would have been good. You know, that wouldn't have been a lame duck match. You know, you can you assume Nakamura and you pretty much think that, you know, okay, there's no way Nakamura loses that match. But there's always a little doubt in the back of your mind that maybe they'll go with Cena. They could have went with that, but they didn't. So here we are. Nakamura was basically doing nothing. I mean, absolutely nothing at the Royal Rumble. They, they have basically cooled his momentum in my estimation. So... They threw him in a nothing match with Aiden English. And now, why I don't like this match is because, look, the crowd wants to chant Rusev Day, Rusev Day. But the crowd wants to love Nakamura too. I see this as a punishment match for Rusev. This, this is my opinion. Like, I don't have any facts on this, any sources on this, or anything. I think this is a punishment match because you got over without our doing in... Look, we didn't want you to get over, so therefore, we're going to put you in there with the Royal Rumble winner. And the, the crazy thing is, they are doing nothing but hurting themselves. You need Nakamura to get a positive reaction. He will get a positive, positive reaction, but you can't have a half-and-half half reaction. You don't want a John Cena reaction. And I mean, this is good. If they give him time, the match is going to be good. But I feel bad for both guys because nobody really wins here. You get Nakamura in there with a Cena, with a heel, and you give him, get him a positive victory. And poor Rusev. Man, the Rusev days are selling out. I think he's at the top of the list last time I checked. 
But they need to do something significant with him before the Rusev Day stuff goes down here. Nakamura is your winner, by the way, if you didn't already know. Next up, we have the United States Championship match. Bobby Roode versus Randy Orton. This is another depressing feud, but SmackDown is just on a roll and not a good one. This whole feud got started with Jinder Mahal talking about the top 10 list. We got the feud for the United States Championship started over the over a top 10 list. That's ridiculous in itself. And uh, what else I find ridiculous is that Jinder Mahal... This also got started because Jinder Mahal said that Bobby Roode wanted to be a legend killer. And that was supposed to get Randy Orton jealous. And the crazy thing is this. Had they started this storyline with Bobby Roode telling Randy Orton, I'm a legend killer now and you're the old man. You're the legend that I'm about to kill now. And I'm the legend killer. That would have been a fantastic storyline that would have gotten me very invested. But no, they went the other route. The crazy, another crazy thing is Jinder Mahal picked up a, a victory over Randy Orton on the go-home show to SmackDown. So shouldn't Jinder Mahal be in this match? He just beat Randy Orton. <sighs> Looks like we're going to get Jinder Mahal and Rude at WrestleMania. So there goes the winner of the match, by the way, if you didn't already assume it. Bobby Roode will be your winner. He will move on to WrestleMania. The only feasible opponent is Jinder Mahal. He got a clean, well, he wasn't a clean win, but he got a win over Randy Orton. He deserves a title shot. It will be those two at WrestleMania, possibly more. We'll see. Next up, we have Charlie, excuse me, Charlotte Flair versus Ruby Riot. I got to be honest with you guys. I'm looking at my notes here. And uh, I don't have a, I don't have, I don't even have a whole lot for this match. I just have the first thing I have is bad build, and the ladies are trying. I'm not gonna sit up there and hate on them or anything, but look, we all assume Oscar versus Charlotte, so it's, it's impossible to get invested in anything Charlotte or Ruby Riot says because they've already kickstarted the Nia Jax and. Alexa Bliss storyline so obviously Oscar is the odd woman out and obviously it's going to be Charlotte versus Oscar at, at, at Wrestlemania excuse me so I mean yeah this Ruby Riot segment Ruby Riot versus Charlotte promo uh, back and forth on the go home show on Smackdown his recent go home show and Riot Squad is about to beat down Charlotte and Bobby Roode's music hits and like the the riot squad just stops. Like Bobby Roode doesn't get them to stop. Nobody says anything. They just stop, and that's it. Like that's how you build towards storyline go home. So that is ridiculous. But your winner here obviously will be Charlotte. She will move on to face Oscar at WrestleMania. So moving on, we have what I consider the most interesting match of the night. Or the mo what will be? Uh, I would say this one would be the best match of the night. Probably, we'll see. The Usos versus the New Day. Look, this feud has gone on for ages. I'm kind of tired of it. But what I have written down here is that the segments are gold, and I have golden ca ca capitalized here. And just on not the recent SmackDown, but the SmackDown before the segment with the Usos and New Day, where Biggie grabs the mic and he got all serious and 
But it was just good TV right there. Except the part when they all just backed down from the Bludgeon Bros. I didn't like that. But this is going to be arguably the match of the night. Because anytime the Usos and the dude they get in the ring, it's uh, main event worthy. And I expect nothing less here. It's going to be a great match. Out of, uh, you know, speculation as to where just amongst wrestling fans as to whether... You know, who's going to be in the open challenge at WrestleMania as far as the Raw titles goes, goes. Some seem to think it's going to be the Usos. That can certainly be a possibility. But I don't think it will. I think you have to have the Usos drop the titles to the Bludgeon Bros at WrestleMania. And I think that's what that is what's going to happen. The Usos will win this match. They will be victorious of the New Day. But the Bludgeon Brothers will be victorious of the Usos at Wrestlemania. So last up, we have the main event, the six pack challenge. This one is depressing too. Because six pack challenge for the world uh, heavyweight title, WWE title, and five of the six competitors were on SmackDown. And they were thrown into a fatal five-way. Like, they gave the, the main event away for free t- on free TV on the go-home show for nothing at all. And I, I can't get invested into it. I had minimal interest as it pertained already. But they really just, just zapped all of my interest out already. I have no excitement written down here. The excitement that I had for this match was that I knew that with all of these guys involved... They would tear down the house one way or another, even though we know the result that the match is still going to be great. And while they may or they may still go out there and have a fantastic match. I mean, what else can they do that they haven't done on on the go home show of SmackDown? Like this involved this John Cena storyline. I'm sick of it. This is just a speed bump until WrestleMania to where it looks like. He may face the Undertaker, and I'm just sick of that storyline altogether. He get, just gets thrown into this match, gets a clean win over AJ Styles for goodness sake, the WWE Champion. He's in this match. They've already had the Sami Zayn turn on Kevin Owens. I was looking forward to that happening at the pay per view, but surprise, surprise, it happens on the Go Home Show of SmackDown. So looking at the result, look, we already know this. WWE is not crazy enough. They better not be crazy enough to have AJ Styles lose this match. So therefore, AJ Styles retains. We get AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura at WrestleMania. Hopefully we get the nice stare down or whatever at the end of this show, at the end of WWE Fastlane. Get us kickstarted with only uh, three or four weeks left to go until Mania. Look. Overall, AJ Styles wins. I wish the best for this pay-per-view, but overall, in the grand scheme of things, they need to abolish the March pay-per-view, which is which is fascinating. They need to get rid of this match because it lame ducks the main event every single year. Like last year, the, the main event was Goldberg and Kevin Owens, and like you knew going into the main event that uh, Kevin Owens' time is up here. He's going to lose here. And it's going to be Goldberg. I remember the one year it was Reigns and Daniel Bryan. You knew going into that match, uh, Roman Reigns is going to win here because they're going to stick with the storyline. And obviously, here we are again this year. They're going to stick with the storyline. They're not going to change it on on a whim. 
So it's gonna be Age of Styles with Nakamura and that takes out a lot of excitement as it pertains to this pay-per-view. So that is your review for WWE Fastlane. Let me know down below in the comments what you think about WWE Fastlane. And also, hopefully I'll see how my pay-per-view record turns out for the year right now in 2018. I am 8-2 on the year. We'll see how it goes. Looking to get to at least, I want to, I'll at least want to get five. How many matches we have? One, two, three, four, five, six. I want to get five out of six here. I should be able to get, well, you know what, screw that. I should be able to get all 100% as it pertains to this pay-per-view. Anything under that is a failure. So, we're going to go to the flashback Friday moment of the week. And that moment is, speaking of the new days, the new day and the Usos, it is the new day versus Uso rap battle. That was fantastic. I think I'm going to go back and watch it just because today and go back and laugh at it all together. So that is it for this episode of the Too Sweet Wrestling Podcast. Make sure you download it because, listen, I like to download podcasts on my own. I know my phone. I can get around better on it. Make sure to download it. Make sure to listen to it and stay tuned. Come back next week for more.